Welcome to the College Survival Guide. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of College Survival Guide. (laughs) It's currently 12.45am and I'm in my room recording this first episode because, you know, why not? Um, So a little bit about me, I'm Jeannie, I'm currently a junior in college, I'm from Miami and I'm 21. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time because I feel like I've had a really unique college experience compared to a lot of other people Um, and I think that I have a lot of good perspective and insights I'd say into different aspects of the college scene, college spectrum and also you know I constantly talk to a lot of my friends and family members about this so I think this is something that should be shared. So my goal is really to just have an open dialogue to discuss college-related topics that people aren't necessarily talking about, but everyone is thinking. You know, these are just conversations between friends at a party when you're crying to your mom on the phone in your dorm room or when you're complaining to your sister when she comes to visit. I really want this to be an unfiltered hashing of real stuff that goes on in college from people who have experienced these things and people who just like want to share their perspective on the topics I think a lot of times we feel as if like no one is going through a certain thing or part of our experience is going wrong when really so many people are it's just not something that's necessarily talked about out loud so for the first episode something that's obviously relevant and that has impacted the world in many ways is corona and I wanted to discuss how it's impacted the lives and experiences of college students. So for me to set the scene, I was actually in Spain, Madrid to be specific, studying abroad. Great place, by the way, if you want to study abroad, I highly recommend it, but I'll save that for another podcast video. Um, So I was in the middle of the club when a tweet came out announcing that we had to get home and this was around 2 a.m. Everyone was obviously super drunk. No one really knew what the hell was going on. Kids were in the lobby of the club, hysterically crying, calling their parents, and we legit thought that the borders were closing and that we were going to be stuck. People that I know literally purchased $2,000 tickets and left directly to the airport from the club. I mean, it was probably one of the most insane experiences that I will ever have. But anyways, once I came home a few days later, you know, I was really sad. I was obviously in my prime and thriving abroad, but I knew I had to figure out a plan because I didn't have an internship or a job set up set up for me for the summer. So like a lot of college students, I was really stressed because not only is it just tough in general to get internships or jobs during a normal time of the year or for the summer, but I knew it was going to be really hard to get something now during corona and post-corona. So I went to my sister for advice, who has a lot of interesting and cool college experiences. She's sitting next to me right now, Raquel. Um, Raquel went to the University of Pennsylvania and just graduated. Smart, I know, right? She just graduated last year. um, And I brought her here as our first guest to 
answer questions on internships and jobs in general and what college students could do now during this time to be productive with their summer and potentially land a job or an internship. Hello, I'm Raquel, Jeannie's sister. I'm super happy to be here and kick off the podcast. Really think it's an important niche that needs to be filled. Um, And so I'm definitely no expert at all on this topic, but why do I think I can give advice kind of on finding a job, especially in an extremely hard market, which obviously the corona market is. So background about me is I graduated last year, May 2019, and I'm interested in international relations, international policy, a range of issues from women's rights, economic development, environmental stuff. So really give myself kind of a big basket, honestly, of, you know, nonprofits, governments, private sector, anything really. And in my job search, you know, I really spread out from typical college, you know, recruitment, which honestly not only didn't work out for me, but didn't offer a lot of what I wanted. And so kind of went throughout the year, starting in September of my senior year, to find any job that I really let fit my needs and also that I could get. So two things and did a lot of research and work, honestly, into even getting the interviews, which is people don't talk about how hard it is to even get an interview, get your foot in the door when it's not a set out easy path, like maybe finance consulting. Some of these industries industries are a very straightforward path. So I think it takes some creativity when it's not straightforward. And I think that directly relates now to Corona. Nothing is straightforward. There is no path. Everything is uncharted territory. So I kind of want to relate my experience to that. So Jeannie, you can kind of talk about what I told you to help you personally, and then I can go into later more generally advice I have. Yeah. So I had in the fall applied to about like 80 to 90 internships. I was interested, I'm interested in finding something in entertainment or media. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do, but I wanted to get experience to something within that area so when I came home I still didn't have anything lined up that I applied to in the fall and I kept applying to internships and I kept getting back either no answer or the internships are canceled for the summer unfortunately due to corona so Raquel told me to think about internships I've had in the past or connections I've had with professors in the past on anything that I could work on now any type of project or research so I actually ended up reaching out to a professor that I had done research with a couple semesters ago and he reached back out to me right away and said that I can get on one of his projects with him and help him with that throughout the end of the semester and throughout the summer Um, in addition I am into a lot of creative projects so I've been taking on a lot of those during this time I'm really excited about obviously this podcast and working on that and I'm also into entrepreneurship and apps so I'm really um, starting to do research and get on one of my projects which is creating an app for the end of the semester and the summer Um, so if Raquel you can just generally talk about how students can take this time now to figure out what they're going to do with their summer, especially with canceled programs, jobs, and internships moving forward. Yeah, sure. So a couple of general things, which apply, like I said, to just any 
unconventional job process that's not perfectly laid out for you, especially Corona, is a couple things. One is setting a wide net, you know. I like to think of it as taking your next best step, like what's going to help you grow? And this could be a lot of things help you grow. There's obviously a plan A, a perfect option, but a lot of opportunities can help you grow. This isn't settling. It's just thinking about the skills you want to acquire to get to whatever X job you want. So it's applying to a lot, a lot of stuff. Next, a really important thing is the informational interview. And this is, sounds, you know, crazy, but a just reaching out to as many people as possible. Just ask them about your jobs. Look up cool people you like. Look up anyone that is remotely in a job that you might want to have on LinkedIn, on your school's alumni network, anything, messaging, emails. You'll probably get about a one out of five response rate. I'd say that's average. It's also very um, conservative. Maybe it'll be a little less than that, you know, but the ones that make it through are super helpful and just give you a very clear insight, not only of what maybe their specific company expects, which will help you in your specific application, you know, really tailoring that cover letter, which I'll get into a little later, but also just gives you an idea of what you're looking for and what skills you might want to be growing. And also maybe gives you ideas of more places to apply for, which like I said, casting a wide net super important. So with this informational interview, and job boards and LinkedIn looking at all these resources, you're going to get a better idea of how to tailor your cover letters. This is the other important thing is making a specific cover letter. And this sounds annoying and this sounds like a lot of extra work, but if you want to get a job, that's kind of what you have to do. You are very specific in your cover letter. You use things specific to the company culture, to your job. And a thing that I didn't think was as clear is obviously you're interested in these grand ideas of, you know, marketing, international things, you know, domestic policy, whatever it might be. But something important, especially as an entry-level candidate, is that you're willing to do the nitty-gritty hard work that no one else wants to. That's what they want. They want kids. You're not going to be, you know, an expert day one. You're going to be doing all the work that people don't want you to, and they want to see that you're able to and that you're willing. So you show in your cover letter, I have shown, you know, resilient attitude. I've done administrative-type tasks. That's an important thing to show in a cover letter. A couple of examples of things, the importance of cover letters. And lastly, you know, I would say thinking kind of creatively about jobs like Jeannie did, you know, working on her app idea, which, you know, not a shameless plug or anything for her app whenever that comes out. (laughs) But it's important to think about unconventional jobs, especially if you're in college, you know, it doesn't, it matters what you do. It matters that you're productive. It doesn't really matter what. And this is work on a campaign, especially in times like these. Get out there. Campaign. Build some skills. You know, you can do campaigns. You can work in stores. You can find things that you wouldn't normally find. And I promise that won't define your life. But you will end up getting a lot out of it, honestly. And this is, you know, by reaching out to your own network. Getting on random subscriptions. So, yeah, really just going for a lot of things. And lastly, what Jeannie said is the easiest thing. And she's just going back to old jobs, old professors, seeing their ideas. This is like your most immediate network and really just targeting them. So that's a couple of general ideas I have. Ditto all that. and <laughs> Sounds annoying. It's really annoying. <laughs> and it sucks. And I did it all. But it ends up working out if you do it hard enough. Yeah, on the more 
on the obviously on the creative side I always support that like this is the time in our lives I feel to like seriously figure out what we do like what we don't like and like you know just doing like something your passion that's on the side whether that's like a certain project I think this is a great time to take advantage and do that now and on the more like pre-professional side I um have been like I really don't know what I want to do still with my life like I'm 21 I just don't no one know does. that's why you have to talk to people true you don't know what yeah. you're doing yeah and and that's people why like people who are in the world know what they're doing kind of it, really, se- it but... seems like everyone knows what they're doing honestly um but that's why like I've reached out to people on LinkedIn and like really really diverse jobs like from entertainment to tech to product management to marketing um to like producing to just like talk to them and see what their day-to-day lives are to just get a feel like okay like what does a person do in their day-to-day lives and like do they like their job like what do they like about their job what do they do on a day-to-day basis to just get a feel for different types of jobs and different types of people in different sectors right and these conversations are going to help you just figure out some knowledge on the field but also you know some of these will end up helping you getting jobs in the end you know you'll have an interview with one of these companies and you'll contact one of these people and who knows how they'll pass on your cover letter and resume and it happens rarely but it does happen and for the times it works out it's worth it to do it a lot okay so question what if i end up getting to the first round of interviews what should i do well, congrats. That's huge. They read your cover letter. They actually know you exist. So that's a big step. So interviews. It sounds cliche, but really you want to tailor yourself to the position as much as possible. And this, so this isn't generally talking about yourself and all the great things you've done. This is why are you the exact fit? So how do you do this well? Every interview you should have ready in general three to four stories of past experiences of things you've done well in your life, in jobs, in school, whatever. You wrote a deep analytical research paper on one thing. In another thing, you dealt with a terrible boss and you handled that situation gracefully. You know, four stories to always refer to and you should be able to whip these out easily in an interview. That makes it so all your interviews are consistent so that you're confident in what you're saying and that you don't get nervous because you know what you're going to talk about. And I have just mixed around these same three to four couple of stories answering different questions. And it's really, you tailor them exactly to the job description. So you kind of have to study that before the interview. But besides that, everything else is on autopilot and it's speaking to what you have done best. And it's not babbling or rambling. A little bit what we're doing now. But <laughs> it is, you know, really speaking to your strengths, which is what's most important. Yes. You know, so I'm a go-to person for a lot of people struggling with jobs because I struggled. And so someone else I helped, um, my friend, she was also similar about didn't have a job, corona, everything's canceled. So I told her, like, really just get on some newsletter subscriptions. And she ended up applying one from a newsletter I sent her, very random, but it was a campaigning, you know, not even for a local election. It was for a nature fund and kind of going for that. She also is doing something close with her professor. So it's she's working with him one-on-one on a research project. And she's also just working in a store in her hometown. She's actually doing three jobs this summer in Corona. But you know what? Taking advantage of the situation. She can do it all. It's awesome. Yeah, I literally, me, my, my creative mind goes to a lot of places. I had the idea that we should because of corona, have 
um, vending machines with masks and Purell and hand sanitizer and gloves. Um, <laughs> Get creative. Creative is like a word for like, I don't know, bored and crazy. But okay. Like, I really think that this idea would do well at airports, at stadiums, etc. But I'm like, I have to start small to really get this going. So I end up emailing our mayor in Miami about this idea and he actually responded to me so you never know who's gonna respond back to you and it doesn't hurt trying if it's something you care about or something you want to try to pursue someone did it first but that's the game yeah unfortunately someone did that idea before me but it's okay I tried it's fine (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for all that advice I hope that it really helps people and I think that you know, the, the way that you told me, it's, like, pretty straightforward and to the point once you have a grasp for how people get these jobs and attain certain internships. Obviously, it's a little harder now during these times, but I definitely think it's possible to be productive during this time. Yeah, and you want to think of it as, like, not fake and not, like, oh, I'm just networking, whatever, but you're really, like, helping yourself doing these things. And they sound crazy, but once you make a purpose to it, it's not so bad. Definitely. So now, on to some fun questions to get to know a little bit more. So they can get to know a little bit more about your college experience. Um, what would you say was your best or favorite college memory? Mm-hmm. Well, I won't go the abroad route to try to be a little, you know, more creative, but... Sorry, that's mine, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Spain, you know. But, you know, you know, people know, people know. I would say my best part was honestly, you know, not to like be harping on internships here, but so I went to school in Philly and I had an internship that was part of my urban studies minor that I worked at a institution that gave um, loans to low income women run businesses. And it was really awesome. I met a lot of people in, you know, the Philly community that I would not have just being in my little school bubble. I really, I think like, grew a lot of my skills, just really expanded, you know, everything I knew about kind of the place and really just being involved in Philly was something really special and awesome that I did, you know, twice a week, every week for like my entire, you know, junior and senior year. So yeah, that was my favorite part. That's great, Raquel. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) So now what would you say was your worst memory or just like a bad memory in general? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, there's like some of them, definitely some little, you know, nights out, Rough you know, nights. don't end so nicely, but something clear was kind of, as a semester, I would say like junior spring was post abroad, honestly, it was my first semester as I was president of my sorority and kind of the transition with that combined with a lot of econ classes and taking, you know, studying for the LSAT. Honestly, it was me just doing too much for a while, and before I really got my shit together and organized, was hard and stressful and not fun for a while. And, you know, it's about really taking control and had, being able, I had to, like, refocus on what I had control about. I made a Google Calendar. I got really organized. It was a great learning lesson, but kind of sucked in the meantime. Had a few panic attacks along the way, but it's okay. we it turned all do. out okay. So, yeah. Great. Like, not great, but thanks for giving us that answer. <laughs> so, okay, I'm here now. It's all good. You're good. Not in law school, out. so that's that. TBD. Next, new episode, new new podcast, law school, <laughs> law school advice. No kidding. But um, thank you for coming out and letting me interview you for our You're first welcome. episode. Did you know? 
and I hope that your advice and my and our experiences can help other people. I hope so, but you know, results may vary. Results may vary. The College Survival Guide. Your results may vary.